Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1 verses 8 and 9 puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 35 to 42. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here's the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Here ends the reading. What are you looking for? Well, that's a $64 million question, isn't it? Today, we get John's version of Jesus calling his disciples. During this Lenten season, when we're focusing with our theme of U-turn on turning or returning to God, this story gives us a blueprint of sorts. Intrigued by John the Baptist's high regard for Jesus, Andrew and another unnamed disciple begin literally, if not spiritually, following Jesus. Noting this, Jesus turns and asks, what are you looking for? Though typical of Jesus, it is an odd question to ask, and it begins a really awkward exchange. We might have expected these disciples to say, we're looking for the truth about who you are, or we're looking for the meaning of life, or we're looking for a spiritual teacher, something lofty and profound. But as if caught off guard by the question, they seem unable to answer. Perhaps they simply don't know what they're looking for. Unable to meet Jesus' question with an appropriate answer, they punt by asking, where are you staying? Such an odd response. But Jesus seems unfazed. Instead of answering their question, he redirects it. He meets these men where they are and he invites them further. Come and see, Jesus says. They do so, and we're told they remained with Jesus. These men accept Jesus' invitation to come and see, and then they choose to remain with Jesus. It seems to me that this remaining with Jesus is where the rubber meets the road in our response to Jesus' call. It is in the remaining with Jesus that we develop our relationship with Him. It is in remaining with Jesus over the arc of our lives 
that we come to know ourselves as created in God's likeness, such that we know God more. It is in remaining with Jesus that we invite transformation, which can't be accomplished as our work to do, but can only be received as a gift as we know ourselves more. Following Jesus is not about professing faith, getting our discipleship card punched, and being good to go. It is about entering relationship and inviting discernment. This requires a willingness to be self-reflective and to honestly look at who we are. It is a happy reality that in knowing ourselves more, we will know God more. And in knowing God more, we will know God's call on our life. So we who would commit ourselves to following Jesus will choose to remain with Him. We abide in the communion that He embodies, and we discover that this is where we belong. This remaining with Jesus is an intimate togetherness over time, in the presence of one another's company, allowing experience and familiarity and trust to cement the relationship. What are you looking for? According to John, these are Jesus' first words to his disciples. It's not a question with which we are unfamiliar. We hear it often from store clerks and car salesmen and bartenders. But we, like those flummoxed disciples, know the weight that this question carries when it's asked us by Jesus. The answer carries a yearning and a hope that is almost too substantial for words. Deep in our soul, we're looking for something to believe in and hold on to, something important enough to chart our lives toward, something big enough to claim our passion and focus. We're looking for meaning and purpose. We're looking for God. God creates this yearning within us, and He is the one who satisfies it. In remaining with Jesus, we will come to know who we truly are. To remain with Jesus is to journey toward the answer to one of the most important questions of our lives. What are you looking for? Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Merciful God, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving help again and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Amen. Amen.